0: Hello, and welcome to Only in Fairfax, the podcast about all things Fairfax. I'm Shannon, and I'll be one of your hosts as we explore some of the amazing people, places, and things that make this place so special. We're pretty excited to be dropping our first episode right before the Fairfax Festival, and even more excited about our first guests. My co-host Rob and I interviewed two artists who will not only be selling their stuff at the festival and are not only longtime Fairfax residents but who are also father and daughter and, well, just delightful people. Steve Pearson, a.k.a. Crude Luthier, makes one-of-a-kind guitars from reclaimed wood and other parts, and Holly Pearson is an illustrator and the winner of this year's Fairfax Festival Poster Contest. After the interview and some music from Steve, I'll be back with a little more about what we want to do with this podcast and to let you know how you can contact us with suggestions, tips, and feedback. So, for now, enjoy the interview. Hello. uh, We are here today with Holly and Steve Pearson, a very talented uh, father and daughter who will both be selling their works at the Fairfax Festival this weekend. Um, Welcome to the podcast.
1: Yes, welcome to the podcast. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, So, Holly is a recent uh, ish Academy of Art University graduate. And an illustrator, and uh, also the winner or a winner of the uh, poster contest for the festival, right?
2: Uh, Yeah, just the one.
0: Just Just the the one? Oh, okay, one winner. I thought I saw more than one poster in town, so I was confused. There's a drama.
3: (laughs) (laughs) What kind of drama?
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, without saying names. There's, um, someone that's won the poster several times in the past, mm-hmm. and I guess they were a bit upset that they didn't win again, Oh no. so they're putting up my posters better than yours' posters.
1: Goodness oh, is gracious! That, is, that going, is that throughout town? <laughs>
0: yeah, I think a lot of them have been taken down, but there's still a few. Yes. Um, well, so tell us about your design for the poster. Let's leave the drama behind.
1: <laughs> uh, but, uh... What was the inspiration for your design? Yeah. I mean, what what... Uh, How had you create the design that you did?
2: Um, well, I went and I looked at a lot of the old 60s, like, Woodstock posters. Oh, yeah. okay. I yeah. went to, um, at, uh, they had an exhibit of, like, the Summer of Love, so I saw a lot of the posters. Was that local
1: or was that somewhere?
2: It was in San Francisco at the DM. Oh, oh nice, okay. Local, yeah. So it's
1: local, pretty close by. Yeah.
2: Um, I think it was last year, though. Mm-hmm. Um, so I looked at a lot of especially like Janis Joplin yeah. and Jackson airplane posters. Yeah. And I tried to like pick colors from those and like the background designs and stuff.
1: That's really interesting because your design work really lends itself to like science fiction and, and fantasy art and so forth. And, so, and those type of posters have that, a little bit of that flair but it's more um, sort of that 60s sort of uh, uh, new agey look. So how, how, what brought all those pieces together for you?
2: Um, I don't know how to answer this. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I normally do, like, pretty strictly, like, fantasy, uh, sci-fi stuff. Mm-hmm. So of, like, the 60s music festival era, like, that's just kind of the art I was drawn to from mm-hmm. then more than, like... I don't really even know what other examples from the '60s there are.
1: Did you um? So what inspired you to sort of adapt your creative uh, look? Because you you have a very distinct look.
2: Yeah. Uh, in all everything or? Just in everything, in everything because
1: it's 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 pretty amazing. Then we'll get back oh. to the poster. I
2: really like it when you mix two things that shouldn't belong together together. <laughs> so I'm always trying to think of like things to do that with. Um, like, I have a comic book that's, like, uh, high fantasy western.
0: Yeah, I, I was looking at that before you guys came over. Um, I, w- yeah. I need to read the tagline for the comic. Um, a mortician, a chupacabra, and a goat set out on an epic road trip to save a world cu- cursed by immortality. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I really like trying to find things that
2: don't work and making them work. Very cool.
1: And it actually, the, the actual end design is really, really special. I mean, I've seen some of the work, and I've gone to your webpage and so forth, hollypearson.com, and it's just really, really amazing, the, the kind of things that you put together. Um, was that, Did you have any inspiration from, from any sort of, like, science fiction, sort of, like, Boris Karloff-type things, or creature features yeah. and things like that?
2: Um, I'm a huge nerd.
1: <laughs> okay,
2: I literally have a degree in basically comic books. Mm-hmm. I was voted the nerdiest nerd in my comic class, so I really like a lot of like variety of nerdy things.
1: And <laughs> that's, <cool>. that's great. That's <laughs> great. And and Steve, you are uh, an amazing guitar creator. I've seen some of those creations online, and you brought you brought one over to yeah. show us and. Polly, you actually painted a design right on it. I mean, how, spe- how spectacular and beautiful uh, the design is on that guitar. Super unique. Can you tell us a little bit about your um, the type of work that you do around guitars and how you how you, how you actually build one?
3: Well, I I had a little bit of money in my pocket in 2012. <laughs> okay. And I was going to buy myself a birthday present, and I almost bought a rifle. And at the last minute, I bought a guitar instead. It totally changed my life. Uh, and then pretty soon, I'm, I'm, I'm a tinkerer. I like, to, I like mm-hmm. to make things. So I was taking it apart and changing things about it. And pretty soon, I figured out how it worked. And I thought, well, I'm going to try and make one. It won't really play, but it'll be fun to try. Uh-huh. And I hacked, uh, hacked out some leftover deck redwood with a sawzall. Okay. The crudest possible saw that you can try to make a fine instrument out of. And Dart of it didn't play, it's, it's actually not a bad guitar, so that was an eye-opening. Was that your first guitar? That was my first guitar. Uh-huh. Um, and and I, I still have it. I still play it occasionally. Uh, it's, it's fine. It's ugly, but it's fine. So then, well, if, if basic playable instrument is mm-hmm. entirely achievable by most anybody with basic carpentry skills, well, then let's go for interesting. Um, and uh, go for guitars that are really good, really playable, sound good. That look good, that are interesting, and it's sort of like Holly. I, I like to, I like to break rules. I like to, I like to. Musicians are very traditional. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even, yeah. I mean, ironically, rock and roll is supposed to be the nonconformist art form, but people just want they want vintage. They want is that a Stratocaster or a Telecaster, and there's 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 barely a breath of difference between those two, but they're completely different <laughs> within within music. So I like to break the rules and make things that mix elements that don't go together. I build hollow guitars with Stratocaster tremolos in them. As far as I can tell, no one does that anywhere. If they did, they don't brag about it on the internet. (laughs) And it's the kind of thing that guys would brag about on the internet. Yeah. Oh. Uh, But it what won't guys brag about? (laughs) It crosses (laughs) categories. People sort of think in boxes, and I like to jam boxes together. So I make instruments that are like that.
1: So how many how many guitars have you made since your first guitar? Uh,
3: I have numbers 38 and 39 on my bench right now. Oh, great. And I'll be finishing both of those on the porch at the Fairfax Festival. Oh, so, great.
1: Great. And so these custom guitars, how do you, uh, do you have like clients that actually come to you and say, hey, build me a guitar, and then, then Holly comes in and says, hey, I'll paint you a really cool design,
3: and it's... <laughs> How does that whole uh, artistic process happen between the two of you? Well, I like to think I've gotten really pretty good at making guitars. I'm still extremely terrible at selling guitars. <laughs> so I, I, I have them. I mm-hmm. keep them. I love them. I hate to see them go. Uh, I give some away. And I sell one every once in a while.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, you had one um, at, a, at a shop nearby, right? There are several them, yeah. in local
3: shops. There's uh, Amazing Grace Music.
0: Okay, great. And
3: and I guess it's the edge of San and Selma. Mm-hmm. They have three. There is one in Loud and Clear Music in Cotati. Oh, oh nice. Okay. Uh, I you know, every time I get done with one, I start another one, and I push mm-hmm. some boundaries. So mm-hmm. when I go back to a store and I see something that I made a year ago, I go, "Oh, that old thing," <laughs> because. what what's new now is just seems so much better to me we we just had this this great awakening of hey what if i made a guitar and holly painted it Mm -hmm. and those are just i mean they're knocking they're knocking me out and they seem to be knocking people out definitely
0: so there's the one that you brought with you today which is the bee and the flowers and then i saw another one on your facebook page that's sort of a rocket ship the sci-fi design.
1: What's the Facebook hmm. page?
0: It's Crude Luthier, sorry, on Facebook, yes. is
1: his Facebook page. Awesome, okay.
0: Um, so, will those both be for sale at the festival? Yeah. Fantastic. That's great. And do you think you'll be doing more collaborations like that in the future?
3: Someone suggested a bat guitar today, and Holly Ooh. seemed uh, to I'm think s- that was a fine
2: idea. right I'm up your alley. into bats. Yes.
3: Like, I'm not shocked. Like,
1: like <laughs> vampire bats? <laughs> Or just, like, regular little bats. (laughs) I I probably
2: would try to not make it the full creepy that I would really want to.
1: Because
0: I know that's an acquired taste. (laughs) (laughs) And so, Holly, so you'll be selling uh, prints of your illustrations at the festival?
2: Yeah, I'll have Mm -hmm. prints, and I'll also have um, necklaces that I put little illustrations in. That's so cool. And uh, I will have... uh, a version of the Fairfax Festival poster. I'm not allowed to sell the actual oh, one okay. they used.
1: Oh what is what happens to the actual, the original?
2: Uh they will be selling the poster poster at the info booth along with t-shirts. Okay. And I have this the same image but I've removed the words so I'm not copying gotcha. them. Yeah. And I also I submitted uh two designs and the one that didn't make it
0: in I'll be selling as a special print as well. Oh.
1: Oh, that's
3: fun. Definitely. Like a
0: secret exclusive kind of thing. And where uh, at the festival will you be? I will be in the Redwood Grove, kind of by the main stage. Okay, great. And Steve, you'll be on the porch at the pavilion,
2: right? I have my spot
3: on the the corner of the porch of the pavilion. It, It truly is the best seat in the entire festival. You can hear the main stage beautifully, and I have a guest chair, and the whole point is to interrupt me and have a conversation.
0: That's so fantastic. So stop by and say hi to these guys at the festival. Um, Steve, I also saw online that you have another event coming up, uh, the San Rafael Art Walk on the 8th. Yeah. You uh, want to tell us about that a little bit?
3: It's the the first Friday of the month in San Rafael on Mm -hmm. 4th Street They have an art walk. I think it's the block between uh, B and C, uh, or... Yeah, between B and C, mm-hmm. a lot of galleries there, yeah. and they, they stay open late, and there's really a lot of amazing stuff. Uh, oh, incredible cool. artists okay. on both sides of the street, and uh, we'll we'll be, Holly and I will both be at the McCroskey Mattress Company store. Yes.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay, okay that <laughs> explains why it was on the McCroskey website. Yep. Uh-huh. It was like, yep. Steve's in, in bed with Big Mattress, I almost said. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then, and then Something I, like that, And then yes. I did say it into a microphone. Um,
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe we'll get, be able to get a mattress discount. Yeah.
3: Well, a, a, a dear friend of mine works for McCroskey Mattress, yeah. Katie Petro, uh, and she she tends to make things happen when she has an idea. She Excellent. had the idea that this should happen.
0: Yeah, and there's going to be a couple of musicians playing your uh, creations. Yep. Right? Inside,
3: inside the mattress store? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. So I'm going to take about seven instruments, and they're going to be set up on stands between the beds. We're going to be flopping <laughs> on so the bed cool. saying "firm" with you know a nice guitar right next to them. <laughs> the acoustics will be crazy
1: in there. They they might yeah. be.
3: It's a it's a, uh, a bare brick walls. Mm. Uh, who knows how it's going to bounce? But uh, a couple of musicians uh, who, last I heard, they were talking about wearing pajamas. But we'll see. <laughs> wow.
1: Well, hopefully it won't be too hot of a day to wear pajamas. <laughs> well, it's evening. It's, it's yeah. from 5 to 8. Maybe. Okay. 5 to 8. Fantastic. On um, um, what day?
0: Uh, June 8th, so that's June Friday. Yeah. Friday, June 8th. So, yes, yeah, so, and then the next day you're right at it and at the Fairfax pack Festival. Pack up and
3: haul it out again early, early in the morning at the Fairfax Festival.
0: Very cool.
1: Will this be the first time at the Fairfax Festival, or have you ever done anything else at the Fairfax Festival?
2: Um, well, I used to work in the Culture Shock booth for, like, the last, mm. I don't know how many years she's been doing it, a lot. Mm-hmm.
1: I love Culture Shock, and I'm so sad that the store went away. Yeah. So. Well,
2: she's still there
0: at the festival,
2: so. uh-huh. Oh, that's good.
1: Yep, Lori's going to be there. Does she have a dot-com now, or?
0: Um, She does. I don't know what it is right now. You know what? We can look that up and put it in the show notes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, great. And so you, you've, you've actually participated every year doing that. Yeah. Wow, that's great.
2: But this is my first running my own booth. I might be freaking out just a little bit.
1: <laughs> We're going to have to definitely stop by and Absolutely. check out your booth.
0: <laughs> um, so, Steve, you, got, you brought one of the guitars. Yep. And I know I asked you about this ahead of time, but do you think you would uh, be willing to play it for us a little bit?
3: Well, I'll give it a try.
0: Okay. Well, I'm going to... We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, uh, Steve Pearson playing a Steve and Holly Pearson uh, original guitar. Hello, we're back with Steve Pearson playing The B, a a collaboration between himself and his daughter Holly.
3: This is The B. You can't see it. You should see it. You really, you really should see this. Go Check go, the Facebook page. Yeah, look at the Facebook page. You'll see it. And, and the, uh, I'm playing through a, a portable amp that I made to use on the, the, the porch at the beautiful. Fairfax Festival because I wanted to, I, I was, I, you know, I get bashful, especially after all the, the big bands play on the main stage and it's just like, oh, I, I can't even begin to approach that because uh, I play very, very simply. Um, but uh, I've resolved to, to to play a little bit this year. I'd like to see somebody dance without falling down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful design that. on the uh, on the front of the. Yeah, it's the but uh, but there's no there's no electricity on the on the porch. Okay. So and I didn't I didn't want to run an extension cord. So I made a portable battery powered amp that's plenty loud enough that uh, if I can get people to dance, they'll they will be able to hear it. All right. Great.
0: So, uh, do you also um, sell like the amps?
3: I have not. Uh, um, do you have a collection of amps? <laughs> well, I have the previous two attempts at this. Oh, uh, okay, I, that's. What I started I saw. making portable amps mm-hmm. to take camping, and uh, they they sound plenty good in the house. But then I take them out to the middle of Nevada to a bombing range, and it turns out you should be loud. <laughs>
0: Probably, yeah. And so I come
3: back and I make a bigger <laughs> one. And then this one, I, I mm-hmm. finally just I made one that's big enough.
0: That's great. Wow, that's, that's really cool.
1: The detail and stuff is really, really nice. Stars I mean, really,
0: the best use of a podcast <laughs> is to talk about visual art. Um, but no, uh, just to describe this, it's just this beautiful wooden amp. And the front of it uh, is just this print of... Uh, and branches and little holly berries I guess. It's it's just quite lovely. And also there's a sticker of Holly's Fairfax poster. Also available (laughs) at my booth. Uh, Also available at the booth. Um, Well this is just great. Um, Let's stop for a minute and then maybe get back into recording position and talk a little bit more. Thanks Steve. And we're back.
1: And we're back, yes. All right.
0: So uh, Rob has some silly questions for
1: you so if, if you guys were to tell me what you're not good at, what would that be?
2: How long is this podcast <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's
0: the beauty of a podcast
1: It can, it can be as long as, <laughs> as we want it to be but seriously, if someone were to say hey I'm not you know maybe I'm not good at uh, balancing my checkbook or uh, driving <laughs> or riding the bicycle you know.
2: I can't spell anything. Like, don't look at my writing. That,
3: <laughs> is, <laughs> that is horrible. <laughs>
2: that
3: is, yeah, yeah.
2: It's much easier. Like, can I just draw a picture on my test? Can there be no writing involved?
1: That's funny. How, how uh, can you tell me a little bit about um, like who your favorite superhero is? If like you had a super, and, and I, I know you do. I know something <laughs> I can see it in your face. That something Holly came to Dulles, mind. Yeah.
2: Well, you're making me pick my babies.
0: (laughs) Which which is your favorite child?
2: (laughs) Well, when I was little, I was obsessed with Sailor Moon. Mm -hmm. That was probably the original. Oh my God, these are amazing! Sailor Moon is life. Yeah. Um, but I love all the comics. Mm -hmm. Um.
1: What what comic? What What comic books are you reading now?
2: uh, right now, I'm reading a lot of Image comics. They do a lot of independent artist comics, like Saga is amazing. Uh, my favorite comic is Lackadaisy, which is an independent comic about 1920s Prohibition gangster cats. Oh, wow. And it's beautiful. <laughs>
3: it really is. <laughs> that
2: sounds really cool. She, uh, The artist makes me shamed. <laughs> To put out comics, because just like every panel is like an art.
0: <laughs> That's so great.
3: Yeah, Steve, what about you? What's your, Who's your favorite superhero? Superhero? Oh, I don't know about a superhero. Uh, but uh, um, the people I admire mm-hmm. uh, kind of go off the map. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, when I was... When he was alive, I didn't fully appreciate Frank Zappa, but I do now because I know how uh, he played. He, he he, you know, he had the structure of a song. He knows that commercially, you have to have people have to recognize well, what song was that. But it was all just to get to the solo, and he never played the same solo twice. And he didn't listen to his old ones. He just got he got lined up, and then he just channeled from there. He just line. went, huh? He just he That's just took it off. Uh, I um, guitar building influence. I forget. I was dumb. I don't know, I was searching for some weird combination of things on the internet one day. And I found this person, goes by the handle of Dismal Axe, Dismal Tennessee. Uh, makes, well, makes, makes guitars out of barnwood before that mm-hmm. got kind of common. It sort of did get common. And, and just really, you know, drawer knobs and, and, and really unconventional things. And eventually got into, you can order machined metal parts on the internet now. and Really is experimenting with that. Kind of has a hard time selling too. Turns out to be this really interesting trans person oh, yeah. uh, in in you know in Tennessee, just completely out of water there, and makes these fantastic instruments. So, uh, they are my kind of hero. Heroes. Yeah. Guitar building.
2: That's
0: great.
3: Awesome.
2: Um, I know you're editing this, so do you mind if I go back? Yeah, of course. uh, So I was, because you were asking who's your favorite hero, and I thought, oh, you mean like, do I like X-Men, do I like (laughs) Superman, (laughs) like Like, I went nerdy. but um, as far as like artistic heroes, um, there's a comic artist from, I think like the 70s and 80s, Bernie Wrightson, He did a lot of, like, creepy tales and tales from the crypt. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he does really, really awesome ink. And I really like good ink. And his pictures are, like, if you just took, like, a square inch, there's, like, more detail in it than, like, most people have, like, in their whole
0: picture. So for people who aren't familiar with comics lingo, like, when you say good ink, what does that mean?
2: Um, Usually in, like, a big-name comic that they're trying to produce, like, every month mm-hmm. or every week. There's somebody that draws the pencils, just designs what it's going to look like. Mm-hmm. There's somebody that does the ink, which is, like, what uh, where are the light and shadows oh, okay. the ink outlines. Oh, okay. And there's somebody that does the color. And inks are um, my favorite part besides penciling. Like, if I wasn't drawing my
1: own. Yeah. Do you think that the inks are actually the things that bring the comic to life? More so than the color? Or?
2: It depends on the artist and anchor. Like some uh, pencilers, they're just like, there will be a person over here, and I've indicated this squiggle as a bush. Please fill it in. Right. And then there's other artists that's like, I want you to exactly make a line this shape and width on this spot, and do not differ from it, or I will burn it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's, that's really pretty interesting. Incredible. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty incredible. All right. All right, I don't know if I have any other... What is a, what is a passion of yours that you, rare, uh, rarely share with other people? Something, something. That I you're, don't know. Are you a closet gardener?
2: <laughs> if I like it, I'm pretty, like, I'll cover myself and be like, "This is awesome! Everybody look at
3: it." Um. Yeah, I think that that's we we really. Kind of, well, like, uh, what you see is what you get.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, full disclosure here, Stephen and Holly are my neighbors, uh, <laughs> 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 which is how I roped them into doing this. Um, and, yeah, I, I think you guys are very uh, just sort of genuine and...
1: Talented and... and- Unabashedly, and enthousi-
0: unabashedly enthusiastic. And I would,
1: I, mean, yeah. I would say that this is what makes Fairfax a great place to be. Oh, absolutely. You can't do
3: better than Fairfax. First nope. of all, if you can't get it in Fairfax, you don't need it. That's right. And it's just full yeah. of good-hearted people. It's a beautiful town.
0: How long have you guys lived here?
3: First moved here in 1991. Okay. And we've lived up on the hill here for 21 years.
1: Wow. Awesome.
3: So you've seen a lot so, of change happen.
0: So you grew up here. Yeah. You're yeah. Born and bred, huh? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Born and
1: bred? Yeah. Okay. Great. Well, know.
0: that's fantastic. Um, so uh, tell us where uh, people can find you, find your stuff online. I'm everywhere. Oh. I try to move back to everything <laughs>
2: like I can. So just Holly
1: Pearson, you type that in and you appear? Yeah. Um,
2: and pretty, pretty much. much. Yeah. Okay. Well, my main website is hollypearson.com. I also have a Facebook page. Mm-hmm. I think you just type in
0: Holly Pearson illustration, yeah. and that's P I E R S O N. Yes. Um, I have a red bubble shop. Yeah. And. So you can buy her designs on T-shirts, uh, phone cases.
1: All sorts of anything. all sorts of,
0: yeah cups yeah
1: cups. That's uh, great. Poster prints. Very cool. And at any size. Yeah. Oh, cool. They won't cool. be
2: as nice as mine at my booth though.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: We'll have to check that out. Yeah, definitely. Definitely
0: sure. check out Holly's booth. Um, and Steve, where can people find you online?
3: Well, uh, the, I guess the main th- main place would be the uh, Crude Luthier Facebook page, and you can get me a mm-hmm. message there. Yes. I don't have any online e-commerce. The, you know, the, there's there's been a, an emergence of on-demand manufacturers. Uh, Amazon has a service. The Redbubble, Redbubble is, is amazing, where artists can have content. And then someone else can manufacture a, a, a book or a mug or a t shirt yeah. on demand for a reasonable cut. That doesn't work with guitars. I have to make every <laughs> one of those from yeah, scratch. Yeah.
2: <clears throat> but it does work with my book on Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> tell us about that. Um, I did, uh, there's an art thing that a lot of people at my school did called Inktober, where you do an ink drawing for um, every day of October. Mm-hmm. And I kind of put mine together in a coloring book, and it's yeah. called The Monster Book of Numbers, and it's on Amazon.
0: It's on Amazon. You can also see it on her website, and it's very, very cool. I was watching, uh, so Holly, through October this past year, every day she posted a new, uh, new a image. new image. So it was really cool to look forward to that. Are you going to do it again this year? Uh Yeah, I'll, I'll
2: try.
1: <laughs> no pressure. <Yeah. laughs> so that's well, very, very very inspirational yeah. I think uh, a lot of people love art and uh, your art is super unique and it's, it's amazing to uh, experience it when you go to your, your site and can't, yeah. I can't wait to look forward to seeing everything that your collection at your at your booth and yeah. the Fairfax Festival
0: and likewise Steve's Guitars a Creed yep. Luthier Luthier is spelled L-U-T-H-I-E-R um, and I will also post these uh, links in the show notes as well um Stephen, Holly, thank you so much for doing this, our inaugural podcast recording. (laughs) Uh, It didn't go too badly, I don't think. So uh, thanks for bearing with us uh, through the uh, technical difficulties. (laughs) Pleasure. And good luck at the festival.
3: Thank Thank you. you. Come see us. We will. All
0: right. Hello again, and thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed our conversation with Stephen, Holly, and we also want to hear, well, what else you want to hear. Is there someone in town doing something super cool who you think we should interview? Something in Fairfax you've always had questions about and want us to investigate? An event that people should know about? Hit us up. You can email us at fairfaxpod at gmail.com or look for Fairfax Pod, that's all one word, on Facebook and connect with us there. Uh, You can also leave us a voicemail at 415-578-0830. That's 415-578-0830. We are really excited to do this podcast, and we can't wait to hear from you. In the meantime, Fairfax, thank you so much for listening. Have a great time at the festival, and look for our next episode in a couple of weeks. Bye!